I will try go. You know the pretty thing about life? Talk to him, train. They be the closest people to you, be your biggest haters. Said it, you're right. Expect that what is you do good is not better than them. Huh? Let your head motivate you, elevate you. All right. It's Johnny. Pull up to Onyx and let them strip his habit. A lot of times. Okay. That's what's up. He's <laughs> <laughs> so stupid. There is an Onyx here in uh, Charlotte, so yes, absolutely. Like I'm, a, I'm gonna keep it a buck. Like I just never really, I never really been a like I would go like with my friends, like they used to like to go, but like I never really, I, I didn't, I never saw the appeal, like. Cause I, I could see women naked, like in real life, like for real, like without having a, you know what I mean? So it's like, it was weird. Like we would go and it'd be like ambiance. Like we would get a table. Like I remember like 2001 finals, Sixers versus the Lakers. We went to this club and they had a, the, the game was on. Literally we rolled in eight, 10 deep. We watching the game. And it's like to the point where like, we was having so much fun within, like there was like two girls that stopped dancing. It was like, can we watch the game with y'all? Can we kick it with y'all? I was like, I guess with, do you gotta be naked when you do it? Like I never saw the appeal. Like not that I always had this moral high ground. I just didn't see the appeal of paying women to take their clothes off for real. I'm with this you. Must have been in, this must have been in New York. No, it was uh it was in Windsor, Canada, because I used to live in Detroit. So it was like right across from Detroit. So it was like you'd be in Windsor, Canada. It was, you know. <laughs> you ever been to Windsor, Canada? You need to I don't know. I don't know so, what to tell you. Kind of with you. Um, I mean somewhat. Um, the the reason why I like the strip club is for the food. Um, be honest with you, um, they have some fire wings. You feel me? Wings, fire. <laughs> you think they fly. back there making them naked like like they did? You like, hear me? You know, Brown did a naked 
Absolutely. I'm just Best saying. food hands down. Imagine, imagine they in the back making wings naked like Nino Brown had them in the car to bag it up dope. <laughs> See, I, I used to like the strip club in Atlanta because that's where most of the straight men were. So, Hold up, what? <laughs> I took a sip of water. I didn't hear that. I used to like the strip club in Atlanta because that's where most of the straight men were. <laughs> in the in the club, they was if they was because <laughs> outside I mean, the club, like, yeah. <laughs> regular okay. club, you never know. Okay, makes sense. Okay, okay. Right. Yeah. How did Atlanta? How did Atlanta become the gay men capital? Like I'm hearing that like more and more like in the, in the jokes, like in the, within the culture, within pop culture. Like how did that happen? Been away for quite some time. For real, mm-hmm. I don't know why. Like I don't know. Hmm. That's hmm. a good question. Hmm. You think? Well, it may. It may. I don't know if it has anything to do with Freaknik. Anything was going down there, so you you got a, a hodgepodge of people always coming every year, and it was a lot going on at Freaknik. That makes sense. I could see that. And then also, you know, Atlanta became like the mecca for black enterprise. So. Everybody was just moving there, so it was kind of like you just putting a whole bunch of people somewhere, and you just never know what's gonna happen. Sodom and Gomorrah. So, hmm. it, what happens in Atlanta stays in Atlanta. Like, is that mm-hmm. no? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I just wanted to know if it switched up. I wonder if they took Thunder from Vegas. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, we would. I guess we could introduce each other. Um. It's Tuesday. We in um another I don't even know what the hell month it is, if it's black history, black future, just February, whatever. But it's Tuesday. We here, we breathing, we alive. It is what it is. We about to get some free crack pipes. I'm joking. Um insider. <laughs> Never so saw was, the appeal of crack either. <laughs> I didn't see the selling point. I didn't. Um, you Lord, know, all us. my Democrat friends, you know, post check. I mean, I just want to make sure y'all okay. Y'all yeah, know, right? ready still, to jump still, off a bridge yet. I'm just you know. still thumbs up for Biden. I am glad a, we got. <laughs> I yeah. live in a, I am proud to say that I live in a conservative state right now. So take it how you <laughs> want to. We ain't got no mass mandates. We ain't got no COVID booster shots. This, that man that we good around here in this COVID state and this uh conservative state of South Carolina. So I'm happy. I'm gonna ask the question after we introduce one another, and I'm hoping you know the listeners could give a uh, could give some insight. But go ahead. Uh, I would like to introduce the one and only, mm. the uh, the gentleman's gentleman, oh, Mr. Snap. Adrian Taylor. Oh, that's it. Okay. AKA. You know what I'm saying? Grits with butter, salt, and pepper. You feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm back on it again today. I'm on that BS today. AKA. The South got something to say. I told you I'm on it today. I'm on it today. I'm on it today. I'm on it today. And then we got, Lord, we don't know what the hell he might say. Mr. Wayne Steven, AKA. Bomba clock. See? You see what I'm saying? Where the hell that come from? Oh, God. Thank God. 
AKA. Your boy One Strike Wheezy, you know. One Strike? That's all you got? I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you later. I'll tell you later. Dang. She no, did you like that? No, it's not as relaxed. It's, it's it's something like for real, for real. I'm going to tell y'all later. Oh. I'm going to tell y'all off air. It's, it's crazy. Mm. It ain't got nothing to do with relationships. It got to do with something else. Oh. Okay. okay. <laughs> I was going to say, damn. That was sad. Splat, splat, splat. Bring it. <laughs> you do know. Never mind. Um, I don't know what the noise was signifying. Uh, we bring to you Miss Didi Leggett, aka the one and the only Core Queen, aka <sighs> your favorite serial entrepreneur's entrepreneur. Ah, uh, we kept it PG today. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate uh, it. Don't worry. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm, I'm put some buttons. No, I'm just I'm not gonna do nothing actually. Um. I do have a question though before we get started. Okay. Why in in our culture's brain, mm -hmm. when we say the word conservative, do we automatically say white? I'm not gonna say the three people here do that because you said you live in a conservative state. Obviously, you're not white. That's obvious, right? I, I, but I'm why Republican. why culture why culturally when when the word conservative when, when somebody says I'm a black conservative the immediately immediately it's almost like this you know he's the same yeah. like what, what is the yeah, why does fake. conservative mean white I just want to know why conservative means because white. that's means just white what's people. been washed down our, our thought process is that conservative it's been whitewashed white. yeah so because it's initially like, black people were conservative well, right traditionally black so, people are conservative anyway <laughs> right right when you think about it, especially from the Christian standpoint, like all the principles, when you really break it down, black people are conservative, but you know, now it's, it's kind of a line, right? So you got black and white and we look at conservative as white people, you know what I'm saying? Especially when it comes to, you know, politics. So it's a white thing. So if you hear, because think about it, when a black person hears that another black person is conservative, Hey, like, oh, I can't even rock with you. Like, right. automatically, right. like, it's it's gonna be a bad thing in your in their mind, mm -hmm. and that's just because the conditioning. Mark, because the, again, the word conservative the isn't even a political word. Like, conservative, it's not even a political word. It was made a political word and made a dividing word. But like, we we feign ourselves so intelligent in this society, we don't even see, we don't even watch for the hook. In the words of Cool Breeze, shout out to Cool Breeze. Um, we don't even watch for the hook. Like, and it's been happening over time and we just keep getting hit in the head, getting hit. And we're just standing there watching the punches come. Again, not this three people, but just as a as a whole, we just watch, we're we not watching for the hook. It's like, this word means this, so y'all over there. No, this but word means what, this. That's black people as a whole. That's just what they do. It doesn't matter what it is. It's, they act as if two things cannot exist at the same time, ever. It, it don't matter what it is. They make it a competition across the board all the time that is textbook post-traumatic slave disorder hey man i was talking I to my mom to do that. a i just be wanting to do a post check on all my diehard democrat friends you know what i'm saying make sure y'all right. you know what i'm saying i just yeah, yeah i'm petty yeah it was actually um <laughs> the the lady who is the what is it called the hud person the person in charge of hud yeah um yeah she the secretary yeah, Secretary of Housing. She was on yeah. the Breakfast Club the other morning. And you know Charlemagne don't pull no punches when it comes to interview questions. And he asked her, he was like, well, all the promises that the Democrats made, they're not following through on them. And you talk about, and she was, she's a black lady. And she tried to spin it like, 
well, everybody's trying to um, focus on the things that, that's not being done. But what about the things we have done? He was like, but that's not what we voted for. That's not what we have, what we voted for him to do. He's not doing the things that we, he said he was going to do. And she was like, well, he, still got, he still got three years left. Give him some time. Mm -hmm. nope. I wanted him so bad to say, but he passed this right away. Like, why is it taking so long to do these things? But he can do this right away. We got three more years of this. It's only been a year. Yo, it seemed like it done been three years. Fam, like this. <laughs> right. It's only been a year. We got three yeah. more. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. I'm yeah, a, bro. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go lay down. <laughs> and of course, I blame him for everything. And I've been I've been holding back on making this post because I'm really feeling some type of way about this because y'all know how I feel about my cereal. And I'm just really distraught. I'm not, and I'm being serious that they don't make it anymore. How do they not make frosted rice krispies anymore? What do you need to frost rice krispies for? What do you have you not had frosted rice krispies? That's probably why you're saying it. I've been to every grocery store. I even went on Amazon to order them, and they, they don't. Why make are they not anymore. making them? Why not? I don't know. I'm so disgusted. <laughs> I make my rice krispie treats with these. Look, they don't make them anymore. Look what look look what triggers us. So disgusted. Fucking Joe Byron. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Since far. Um, I think they don't they they still got the clustered rice krispie treats. It ain't the same. Those is nasty. Okay. Why know. are you clustering Rice Krispies? You never like, had the cluster Rice Krispie treat cereal? Fam, just give me the basic Rice Krispies. I could just add sugar to like this. Look. Hey, you hear him? Stop All talking about like we don't have you remember we don't have cereal conversations with Wayne. Like this is when Wayne loses me with these Fruit cereals. Loose, Applejack, kicks, Wheaties. Kicks? Fruit loose, who Applejack, kicks? kicks, Wheaties. <laughs> Yo, who eats Cheerios? Wayne. Who won't work? Yeah, all my favorite cereals, raisin bran. I don't care about none y'all talking about. That's how I, I eat say raisin bran crunch. No, I don't need the crunchies in my raisin bran. I just need the Not raisins. The I need the bread. <laughs> raisin bran. <laughs> Stop trying to jazz up my plain cereals. Yeah. I don't need the crunchies. This boy you, crazy. So you eat cornflakes? Uh, I haven't had cornflakes in quite some time, but I would with the sugar like this. Frosted flakes. See how I'm pouring it? No, no, I don't need processed sugar on my sugar. I got sugar. I'm gonna put the sugar on it. I don't need, don't it give don't, me what but you eat. No. Fruit Loops, that's processed. Right. Boy, bye. Fruit Loops <sighs> tricks. They don't make none of those colors. <laughs> that color is not a real flavor. That's what not true. And, tricks? and none of the flavors fruit. is different. The whole, not fruit. The, the, not, the my son wouldn't even eat tricks. <laughs> <laughs> tricks don't even taste this. Tricks is disgusting. They don't even taste like they used to taste. No, they taste processed. Ew. I'd rather have the it's vitamin like cereal than tricks. King, come on now. Yeah. Come on now. King King vitamin vitamin vitamin. Talk, talk yeah. that poverty talk to me. I need to I love King Vitamin cereal. That. I love King Vitamin. That's my shit. Hey, King I used to kill that. King Vitamin. I love that King poverty vitamin. talk. <laughs> that was like the best because you remember it was like either that or the regular corn flakes. Nobody won't yeah. know regular corn flakes, no. bro. King Vitamin. King Vitamin. You can't even get them no more. People ain't poor no more. They ain't got wick. They got wick. They got wick. Of course, wick ain't going nowhere. Yeah, Boy, that wick shopping. That that I I hate to even sound like I hate to even suffer from PTSD like this, but that wick shopping hit different yes. on a summer day. 
with the juicy chip. Look, no, come on, man. Get all that. Juicy, I love me some something. juicy juice, apple juice. I got two things in my refrigerator right now. Bro. All right, y'all. Let's get on our topic. So right. start out. Because I got some ugh, before we go, because I the powder eggs. Let, let's not act like it was all mm. gravy. Because mm. we had powder eggs. Powder I never had the, the powdered milk. Powdered mm. milk. Oh. I never that, had that. that black I had the carnation cheese. milk. Mm-hmm. I had the carnation Bro. milk. I never had powdered milk. Before. So it had a couple good things in there, but let's not forget the horribleness that the it horrible had. The horrible stuff? No, no, no. That peanut like butter it. was off the chain. That peanut butter made the best peanut butter cookies. Listen. You had to stir it because that grease that sit at the top, that oil that separated. <laughs> yeah, it was separated. You got to get in there. Yo, it was separated. If you let it, sit, it just start separating. You're like, <laughs> how you just going to have a white jaw with black letters? Peanut butter. Well, I guess that's it. <laughs> it just look poor. No frills, baby. Ugh, powder eggs. I wish I would eat some daggum powder eggs. Ew. That powder <laughs> milk. Oh, with the with the cornflake. Oh. Yeah, we can be on that Trigger. poverty talk. Did right. y'all ever did y'all ever put milk in y'all eggs just to make them spread stretch? Uh-uh. No. See, that's what I'm saying. That's that that's that next level poor. You got. I just didn't like eggs like that. I wasn't a big egg eater, so I didn't even. I was, yeah. I was picky too. I was starved before I. Eric, I hope you letting us know that that was trash, tang. Right. Oh, that was the worst. I'm logging off because I'm, 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 I'm not. I'm not gonna keep playing with y'all. With children. I'm not Bro. gonna keep playing with y'all. Y'all not gonna keep disrespecting the things that I, I tang. You like tang? tang? Yes. <laughs> Bro, you yes. got some. Wayne likes sunny table. delight. Remember? I also. Oh yeah, I forgot. Sunny occasional delight. Sunny delight. Sunny delight tastes like ass grass. <laughs> Describe that taste to me, Adrian. <laughs> what is what is this ass grass you speak of? I, I like the I like the right. I like the rhyme I like the rhyme scheme. I'll take it. If I fart on some grass and then okay. chew on it, like cut grass, like cut grass. Yeah, and I fart yeah, on okay. it. Gotcha. Oh my god, that makes there sense. I'm with you. I I I got it in the the mental taste buds. Go ahead. Dee, will you introduce the topic and stop letting us play around? I'm trying. <laughs> so we're going to start off with this topic that we had from last week, but we didn't get to it. And I'm going to let Wayne start because it's his topic. You ever share a shirt with your little brother and he get a pizza stain on it? Oh, my God. Shut up, Wayne. Okay, my fault. Go ahead. <laughs> I, I, did, I never had those issues. So, black, so you talk about powdered eggs. That's I don't know, Wayne. Is, is this a question, I have a little Wayne? brother. Oh, you don't? No. Wait, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry, Didi. You don't. Uh-uh. Let's talk about this later. Uh, okay, I'm twenty minutes. I got a, show, I got a cousin that's like my brother. All right. Okay. Okay. I'm sorry. Wayne, was this a question or was it a statement? Because I don't know. Uh, I mean, with Wayne, you never know. Topic. You do never. Yeah, know. I, don't, I don't. I don't know. I put punctuation wherever I feel like. Well, I don't know if there was any punctuation. Black leaders. Okay. I just put equal celebrities. Is it a question? So let me give you. Let me give you some background. The long talking story. To my mom. Okay, go ahead. No, it's really short. I was talking to my mom about how <clears throat> back in the days when racial issues used to happen, we used to march. Like I remember Brooklyn marches, and it was just a bunch of people of different creeds. I'm gonna just ignore that. Um, different creeds of races that came together to galvanize people back in the days. Nowadays, when I see that kind of stuff occur, um, there's always like these nameless leaders, and then like a celebrity that's like championing that issue. But like when you look in, like other communities like they actually have community leaders of their um of their race and i feel like we get force-fed we, we get force-fed the idea that the leaders of our communities are celebrities i i think that that's only when we see certain things on tv 
I think there are a lot of community activists who are boots on the ground and do things all the time without recognition. But I that's think the, that, that's it right there. Yeah, I, why, I just think why that, not? Why not what? Why not the recognition? Because these are names. Because why, are you, why are you doing anything? When, most of the time, grassroots people don't do things for recognition. They're doing it to actually help. They don't care if anybody knows who they are. When you have a real activist, they don't need you to know who they are. Right. When you're giving back to the community, you don't have to shout it at the rooftops that I'm giving back to the community. You just do it. I just feel like, and I know I'm not saying that that's why they should do it, but what I'm saying is that they deserve, like if, if Adrian right now was the, the leader of some youth group that was um, Adopt a Highway, and in that process, you know, they were uh, teaching the importance of building up your neighborhoods and communities, right? That's something I feel like people should want to know. And, and the we people in that community probably do. But we shouldn't have to wait for like a celebrity to come along and be like, oh, and then this guy, Adrian, and then now all of a sudden it becomes whoever that celebrity is, it becomes their thing. You know what I mean? With, but the, with Adrian I, now I feel like the, the only people that would, the only people that would take it that way are the people who aren't interested. Other, they're only interested in that celebrity. Gotcha. The people who are interested in what Adrian is doing are already looking for that. To for the like, I'm gonna give you an example. So before Charleston White, if you don't know who Charleston White is, the big loudmouth guy that's all over the internet. From Dallas. Before yeah. he came out and was on the internet doing all that stuff, nobody knew all of the great activist work he was doing in Texas. Right. Nobody cared because, but the people in Texas knew who he was and all the work that he was doing for the youth. He's a huge youth activist. activist. Mm. But now that he's all over the internet, acting a fool, doing all this crazy stuff, now everybody want to drag him and all this stuff. He's doing this stuff on purpose to just to do it really for real, for real. But like nobody would know who he is because it doesn't matter. He's not doing this for them. The stuff that he do in Texas is for the youth and they anybody that need access to him know how to get it. Yeah. There is no celebrity that he needs to help do what he's doing because he's already doing it. I don't think they're need. I don't think if you're doing something like if you looking at Wayne in New York and he needs art class for his daughter he gonna go find the best that person is gonna come up everywhere mm -hmm. the work is going to be documented and it's going to speak for itself whether a celebrity come in or not now if a celebrity come in and highlights that person the people that need to be in the spotlight are going to be the ones that's going to push it that, that they just vultures and just want to be in the spotlight right but the work that's being done is all is being done is documented and is there i just and, feel like our youth i just feel like our youth because i like the fact that i work with with kids and i see what their idea <clears throat> what their idea of leadership means i see what it means to them at this stage to them it means somebody that's flexing and flashing and you know that's pretty much all it is and they can say oh but they're getting their family out of a bad uh, out of a out of a bad situation and doing this but like but that's not what's attracting you to that what's attracting you to it is the is the frills so I mean I think I just I just feel like we could we would do ourselves a service if we made actual occupational leadership like I mean and I know this is gonna sound so cliche doctors and lawyers like don't we need doctors and lawyers aren't those important shouldn't we have more representation in those areas like you know even grassroots directors people who have a creative like something that's not always the ostentatious stuff that are the trappings because it really traps our youth mentally. It makes them chase things that sometimes aren't attainable. 
versus working towards something that is. Well, that's because the images are being controlled by the folks that know how to control the mind. Mm. Those who control the image control the mind. So and the only way to, to, to have control over your child is to have control over your child. Right. You control what they see. And the, the, the downfall of that is the youth that you're talking about probably don't have really good parents, people right. that are giving them direction, mentors that are lining them up with things to give them the reality of these non-realistic celebrities that they see that they are attracted to. You got these kids that's in the hood. They see what's on social media. They see what's on the videos. That's all they see because they don't have guidance. Mm. So, though, of course, the doctors and lawyers, the realistic goals and the trades and stuff like that that are out there that they can actually attain. If your parents don't push you towards those things, you're going to go towards the things that's really the most unattainable thing to get is that celebrity status. Right. Because right. that's what's flashed in front you, of you all the that's time. That's just like home. Right. So that is, it's crazy because, um, you know, I look at different cultures and we see it all the time, you know, where, you know, when it comes to engineers, that field is mostly made up of Asians. When you look at especially like medical, right. How many of y'all got mm -hmm. Indian doctors? Indians. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, like big time. Right. But yep. the thing is, like you just said, like culturally, that's where they push their kids. Like they push mm -hmm. their kids and they teach them and tell them the things that are of importance. So that way you're not necessarily you know, chasing what we call fame or, or stardom, you know, if you happen to fall into it, cool, but that's not what you're going to be chasing. And I feel like that is one of those things in our culture because we're not teaching our kids anything. And, and, you know, this is something that I want to work on um, as well. Like I want to do, um, you know, some, some job training, not only job training, but just like do panels of people that do different types of jobs. You know, what I do now I would have never thought as a kid that this is something that I could have done or even how to even get into it. Right. I'm the chief learning mm -hmm. officer. Right. So I don't I, you know what I'm saying? Like hearing that from, you know, different people. Also, me, you know, remember, I don't, was it last week or the week before when I told y'all I stopped doing computer science because no one looked like me. But if I would have had a big homie or somebody to be like, yo, mm -hmm. <laughs> that's a career field you want to be in, big dog. You need to stick mm -hmm. with that. I would have done it. And so, you know what I'm saying? Like, I want to to start doing some of those things. So, if y'all want to help me with that, by all means, I'm with it. Actually, um, you can. I'll, I, we after this, we'll talk because me and my homegirl Tiffany is actually already in the works of planning a, a conference. Okay. To um get and we need some panel people to talk. So we're gonna do it in the fall. But uh, yeah, definitely need to talk about that. Yes. Um And yeah, black people, we what what do they push their kids to do? Sports, Sports and entertainment and rap. I mean, that's literally two of the hardest things to do to get into. Right. <laughs> and then we make it it because it gets so bad. We make like education uncool and, mm -hmm. and not per se. It, I don't think we're trying to, but it's just not something that we're making cool in our household. Right. Right. Because why you're steady pushing a ball down their throats and, and not forcing them to make sure that they, they hit the books. Um, yeah. Because so that's, it, that yeah. image is attractive. Right. My boy, if I see my son at get the Heisman, or if I see my son at the draft, or if I see my son, like that image has controlled the parents' mind. But look how many, but even cool. still, like, okay, on the education standpoint, even if you're greatest, you know, at sports, look how many of our people that got took, you know, once they became 
you know, made it to the league. How many of them got took? You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. Clint Portis. Remember, he, his agent took him for like 40-something million, mm-hmm. I think it was. You know, so, yeah, I look at our community, man. We always yep. getting took because why? We're not, not pushing educated. them to understand. And I, yeah. Not <clears> learning <throat> money, teaching them. Teaching yeah. them what you didn't I, learn. That part. I was super we also, excited. My son had, um just real quick, he had to pick his encore classes for middle school next year. And one of his classes, he picked financial literacy. I was like, dope. Yeah. The generation before us also has to stop pitching the success of their families. If they didn't do it, mm. stop saddling these kids with the pressure of, all right, uh, we didn't do it. So it got to be you. Why does it have to be me? Man. Why can't like I I like I like content creation. Why don't I I want to do this? I don't want to have to do this other thing that I have to compromise way more of myself just cuz you didn't make it. Like that's Oh no. It, it, that's that also needs to stop. And that's yeah. if, if one of us make it all of us make it. And that's not true. And we got to stop. We got to stop pushing our kids <laughs> out at 18. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And it's stop setting your kids up for failure. Like that's one of the biggest reasons that these kids going into this rap industry, this music industry, sign such horrible deals. I gotta get my mom out the projects. I got to, I got to get my mom a house. I got to do this. I gotta save my family. So I'm gonna just sign anything just to get this money up front. Mm-hmm. And it's the worst deal ever, just to get 20, 30 thousand mm-hmm. dollars. All right. Like, stop setting your kids up for failure, man. But I mean, but that's the thing. We're putting so much pressure on kids to change the dynamics of our lives. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And of course, not saying us, but that's what we do, right? Because think about it. Every kid that makes it to the league, the first thing, I'm buying my mom a house. You know what I'm saying? Your mom should already have a house. But either way, um, if not, <laughs> whatever. But I'm just saying, like, but that pressure is now on you. And now you feel like you're obligated to you know, retire your mom and, and do all of these things, mm-hmm. right? Like, no, it, it's a growing, it should be growing. Each generation should be better than they left it. So we have to start, you know, putting that out there. That should be our goals. You know, show your kids hard work, like show them hard work, not the work, hard work that you just only put in them. Cause it's a difference. They need to see you working hard too. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, man, hopefully, yeah. you know, I think we changing, but you know, no, we definitely are. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. It's, it's a uh, it's a learning process. I think our our parents definitely were way less educated than we are. So we our generation is turning that tide to instill better um, morals and educational foundations for our kids. And I don't. One thing I, I I do hear a lot of this generation talk about is feeling like they have to be from the hood or go through the struggle or get it out the mud to feel validated. No, I don't want my kids getting it out of the mud. I work too hard and sacrifice too much for them to have to struggle like that. Right. Some things I'll make them work hard for, but they ain't got to get it out of nobody's mud. That ain't no badge of honor. And it, we didn't ask to be put in nobody's hood either. So acting as if that's some rite of passage, rite of passage. to yep. be successful, that, that needs to go. That really needs to go. Smart. Smart. Oh, oh shoot, I didn't see the comment. Hold on. 
Stop the idea of success as going to college and get a job. Mm, sometimes learn entrepreneurship may be better for them. Absolutely. Sometimes supporting the idea, dreams, and the unconventional things that they enjoy could be something that leads them to successful productive. Absolutely. That yep. For sure. And that <clears throat> being um just having that type of mindset as a parent is important. But the key to that is being already established as a parent where you're not um pushing your burdens on your child because you can't mm. really help your child be successful in that realm if you're not successful already because you got yeah. so much stress on you <clears throat> that you're forcing them into that normal pathway of go get a job get to do this nine to five you can't do that because you got to get this money so you can take care of me well if you're so, established you can pour more into your child so i've already established the like as far as college right like if you're getting some rinky dink degree, I'm not paying for you to go to college. Now, <laughs> um, I'm I'm not like I'm not going to do that. I'm not paying for you to go to college. You better get a a scholarship because if you go into college, that means you're going to be an engineer. You're going to be a doctor. You're going to be something that once you graduate, you're going to walk into a nice career. Right. I'm not paying for you to get this social studies degree or whatever the case may be. Like, I'm not paying for it. And Shut so, up. no, I'm, I'm serious. I agree. I'm not. And so I want to go to college because, for photography. No, I'm, 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 I'm even, I'm even so up. tough. If you want to go to, to college for, you know, entrepreneurship or, you know, running a business, that type of thing. Like, nah, we getting you mentorship. I'm not sending you to college for that. Like we're going mm -hmm. to get, I'll pay for you to get a mentorship, get you a coach, you know, those types of things and intern with the company. We, I'm, I'm okay with that. So I'm not just saying like, oh, this is what you want to do. I'm going to let you go. No, we're going to pivot. You know what I'm right. saying? Because I'm not, or you're going to go to community college and then mm -hmm. I'll pay for your, your last two years of school. I'm not going to pay for you for four years for some rinky dink degree. That's only going to make you $15 an hour when you finish school. Right. Not doing that. Just, sorry. just so you can say you got a degree. Right. right. No, it's not that serious. It's not somebody that posted the other day that all these women out here getting criminal justice degrees and they dating the criminals. <laughs> yo, yo, listen to me. Listen to me when I tell you. I literally know that is horrible because I literally know like four women 30, age of 30 and below that have criminal justice degrees. Seriously. And the funny like, thing is that Kevin Samuels be going in on women in their degrees. And he literally be hitting the nail on the head on what the degrees that women get. And there ain't no man going to marry y'all with these dumbass degrees. <laughs> like, this is crazy. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. Well, yeah, we, we got to do better with uh, our black babies and getting them established. And just getting them, I mean, like you said, like the other cultures are just so adamant about what they enforce in their children and what they will not tolerate when it comes to education and careers for them. It's just non-negotiable with them. We got to do that's better true. with that. That's true. And they that starts with what Adrian said. You can't put your kids out at 18. Like, that doesn't even make sense. I nah, wish bro, my baby not, come home, but she grown. I'm not, I'm not doing that. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah. Uh, we're not doing that. We're not playing that game. There's there's definitely going to be a way of setting it up because think about this, right? Most people, you you're 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 being raised, you grow up, right? And it's like, oh, you're not grown. Oh, you're not grown. Oh, you're not grown. You're 18. Now you're grown. 
You do what you want to do. Peace. Hold up. Wait, time out. You know what I'm saying? Like there wasn't no gradual. OK, I'm going to teach you responsibilities. I'm going to teach you how to be a man or a lady. You know what I'm saying? There was none of that. It was like, you're not grown. You're not grown. You're not grown. Mm-hmm. Now you're grown. Figure it out because mm-hmm. I'm good on you. I did my job. You yep. 18 now. You made it. <clears throat> Peace. I what? tolerate you. <laughs> right. But but just two days ago, I wasn't grown. Now I'm grown. And not only am I grown, but I got to get out your house. Like, mm-hmm. and, and think about the process that that has to take for people. You know, and, and it's so funny because parents think they're doing you a favor because, well, I had to figure it out. So now you got to figure it out. Like, what? That's what we're doing? All right. Well, if you need something from me, guess what you're going to get? My ass to kiss. <laughs> what you, what you, do, what, what what you do today, man? What you do That's, today, man? You good? Oh, right. that, that goes yeah, into I, the next topic that Wayne wanted to talk about. What? It kind of it, it kind of rolls into that. It's like what we've been saying. Right. Know what we want, but not knowing how to get it. Never learn how to properly plan for the from the generation before us. So you might have that that goal set mind as a kid, but how do you get your mom or dad who is like you better go work at this factory like? To believe in your goals and your dreams of being an entrepreneur, starting your own business, who may not even know how to even help you. How do you get, how do you connect those things? I think it's extremely hard. I'll start it off. Um, because, and I can use myself, right? I can remember being told, hey, you know, get a degree, you know, get a good job with benefits and a 401k, you know, live this great, happy life, right? And then you get it. You, you do all that, right? Not only do you do it, but you excel. And then you look up and you're like, I'm still young. I'm not going to do this shit for the rest of my life. <laughs> like, no, I'm so serious. But then I realized, you know, what my, my people was putting on me, my family was putting on me, was the goals and dreams that they wish they did. Mm-hmm. They didn't understand what they had in me. You know what I'm saying? As far as being educated, being smart, you know, I have, I don't know how to quit. Like, I, I just don't. I, don't, I don't know what that means to quit. I, I can't, I don't know how to give up, but like to understand your child and what they're capable of and, and to say, you know what, I might not be able to teach you because the way you think and the way you process things is far beyond what I could do. I need to get somebody else in here and being able to have that awareness of being able to step aside and let somebody else help your child. You know what I'm saying? Because otherwise, a lot of times we're shortchanging our kids because mm-hmm. we only thinking of what we wish we would have done and not looking at it like, yo, like this dude's always made straight A's. This dude's always smart. He's always killing it. Like I'm an average student, you know, barely been getting like maybe <clears throat> he's beyond my advice, you know, when it comes to, you know, how to properly prepare, you know, for his life in the future. I need to get someone to talk to him. To help him out. And so I think that we definitely shortchange our kids that way because we can only think what we think, right? When, you know, our stars could be their galaxy, mm-hmm. right? Them shooting for the stars could be us, like, no, I'm shooting past your stars. I'm shooting for the galaxy. But they don't have the awareness to recognize that, like, yo, you're better than I was. They ain't got to tell you, but to, you know what I'm saying? Like, just process that, like, yo, the way this kid thinks, 
it's on another level. I, I, mm-hmm. I'm going to need somebody to help him because we got something here. And that's another issue that we have in our yeah. community is that we don't recognize the smartness. All we recognize is these athletes, these super athletes. We don't recognize the kid that can make, you know, that could possibly create the next, you know, Tesla, right? Mm-hmm. We don't recognize that in our community. You know what I'm saying? No one All protects that. They lame. They corn. They, they lame. Right. No one protects those kids, right? Like, yo, buddy, buddy going to be changing the game. We need to look after buddy. Like right. we look after old boy that can throw 60 yards or, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? The boy that can run a 4-1, 4-2 whatever right we don't we don't protect them you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying and then they wonder why you leave and don't want to come back right. they try to force that kid into the same path as the athlete and try to make him act like them like no he, that ain't his lane right right that ain't his lane. but you see something you see something like yo this kid like yo that kid he he got something and I think that it's hard to recognize it. Why? Because it goes back to, like you said, the last topic. All we're looking at is entertainment and sports. Mm-hmm. We're not looking at the next Tesla, you know, the, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Or the next Mark Zuckerberg. We're not looking at them guys, you know, in our community. We're not looking at them. So, we, yeah. you know what I'm saying? So even if you are super smart, it's like, okay, nerd. Yeah. <laughs> like, so, okay, nerd. <laughs> Pick up a book. Yeah, you're good at that. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> No, I wasn't taught how to properly plan. My parents, when I left, I don't remember ever having a conversation about credit before I left the school. I don't, I don't, and it's so crazy because when I got to school, there were kids there who were like, they were school, they were like, but it was already well too late because I had already, you know, ripped the card open and started using it. They're like, oh man, um, you're not supposed to do this. Did you know about interest rates? And, and I'm like, these are 18 year olds. Uh-huh. telling me about interest rates and don't take this credit card don't do that because my, my mom said or my dad said xyz and everything they did was literally a direct connection between what their parents taught them like i lived in a dorm it was me and four of the white kids they kept the temperature at 60. why because they keep the temperature at 60 in their house because it cuts down on heating costs we get this heat for free in college but they still instinctively did those things their parents taught them I'm cranking it up to 80, 85, because in the projects, the heat is free. So it's like, I'm, I'm seeing the difference between the mindset. Like, you know, they don't, they didn't go out on Friday nights. And if they did, they would go get their little six pack or whatever. And they would pull in and they would bring it back. Other kids, they would just go out and blow their money and, and frivolously on a Friday night, not have no money Saturday, Sunday, have to call their moms on Monday. So it's like, I'm watching the differences. And these are like, and, and these are kids who they don't come from rich families. Right. They came from a smart family, mm-hmm. smart, middle class family. And I, I'm like, man, I'm lost in the sauce. Everything I learned, everything I know, I literally learned it on my own. Like my parents housed me and my parents did a good job housing me. Um, they, did a, they did a good job giving me the mindset that I didn't want to be locked up. So they did that much. Right. They didn't they didn't just say, run out of shoes, do what you want. Like they gave me they gave me the consequences. If you get locked up, I'm not coming to hit you. That's <laughs> That's enough to make me never want to go to jail because you ain't coming. And I just value my freedom, but just certain things I learned on my own. And I hate that I did because it makes it harder for me to, to, to have a planning mindset. I'm always all over the place. I'll start something, get 80% done, start something else. And it's like, no, you have to finish that thing. Like you gotta, like, it's like unlearning bad behaviors. And I'm glad my daughter is smart 
to the point where she gets her work done, even if it stresses her out, even if it makes her like angry, she gets all her work done. She's straight A student, great. Hate school, but goes because she has that mindset. She hates it. She hates it. She hates it every day. Um, but it, I just, I just look at the disservice. I just look at the disservice that. Um, I hate to even say that because my parents went through stuff. You know what I mean? Like I, I hate to even say that because they they came up in the '80s and it was bad then. So it was like ah, I don't want to judge them too harshly, but at the same time, I was I was ill prepared for the world that I was stepping out into, and I kind of had to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Definitely don't want that for huddle. Like definitely had to figure it out. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. We. I, I ain't have no conversations about nothing. <laughs> That's it. I literally nothing. Um. I figured it all out. I, I'll, I'll think I'll definitely do a head nod to my ex-husband because he did help a little bit. We were both young, but he had a little bit more guidance than I did. Um, so he helped a lot. But um, the military definitely helped with giving a little guidance as well. But being a 18 year old mom, I had no choice. I had to figure it out. Right. It didn't matter what. What needed to be done, I, I just had to do it. Um, but like I knew that I wanted to buy a house one day so i figured out what classes i had to go to to get my credit together and buy a house and i bought my first house when i was i think 24 something like that i think whatever age i was 2001 however old i was then yeah so i bought my first house at that age because i just knew that was something i wanted to do my grandma had a house but i didn't know how she got the house she never talked about it she just had a house so <laughs> i didn't know what i needed to do to get this house but um credit credit cards i was always responsible with money because i didn't have a lot and i had a baby to feed so i had to always be responsible with money whether i had food stamps or wick or whatever it was i always had to make sure i had enough for us to eat so those things they just were innately in me i don't know why where it came from but it, it just was that way um, I'm still that way now. Like I make a whole lot of money, but I make sure I keep a whole lot of money too. Cause I don't yeah. ever want to go back to not having any money at all. And I, I try to instill that in my daughter. Ooh, child, We working on it. <laughs> she is, <laughs> she makes a lot of money too. So, and she's young. So making a lot of money at a young age is, it's a lot. So she's learning. She's learned the hard way. I think she's got it. And now she's about to make a whole bunch more money because she's about to be a traveling nurse. She's got her first assignment. So I'm like, look, you got to make sure you have a goal. You you get a financial planner, advisor, whatever you need to do to get this money and not spend it all. And you saving and building so you can buy a house and, and stuff like that. So, But I just wanted to make sure that she didn't go out there and not have the right tools that she needed. But I did let her struggle in college. I did mm-hmm. on purpose because I didn't want to give her everything. I tried that and she blew it. So I was like, okay, you're going to struggle for three years in college. I'm not helping you with nothing other than your tuition. You go to school for free in the military. You're not getting none of your money that the military give you every month. I'm saving all of it. You figure the rest out. And she thanked me when she graduated that I did that because it made her appreciate money more. So, yeah, um, I was a, I'm, I was a money hoarder. Um, because kind of like what you were just saying, it was kind of a sink or, sink or swim situation for me. Like if I didn't have it, I wasn't going to have it. So that made me a money hoarder. And so I just saved money. I just saved it. I, for what, I don't know why. I just saved it. 
Um, I mean, of course, now I'm a whole lot better. But yeah, all of that stuff I had to learn. I, I, I'm kind of self-taught um, pretty much just about everything when it comes to money. Um, credit, self-taught. I never it's so, so funny because I never had bad credit in my life. Um, never, um, <laughs> ever. Um, I either didn't have it and then I had it. I can't tell you the last time my credit score been under 800. Um, but yeah, it's, I guess it, I, I don't, well, I don't know anything different, so I don't know how blessed I am, I guess, you know, I just, <laughs> because I don't, I don't know anything different. Um, but yeah, man, it, it's tough because it was a lot of things that I had to learn, but also the thing that, that I'm, that I guess, you know, sometimes I'm kind of bothered by is that I never had the chance to make mistakes. Um, because I knew if I made a mistake, it could be the difference of me living in my car. Um, cause I had nowhere else to go. I didn't have, you know, anybody to lean on like that, um, that could help me out. So, um, I, I wasn't able to, to just kind of live and, and do some certain things and, and try some certain things out. But, um, I am now, you know, um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, and, and then of course my investment game is crazy at this point in life now. So, um, but yeah, it, it's, I, I wished. I was able to do some of the things in my twenties that I do now, because um, the only thing that I, especially in the stock market, man, oh man, I wished mm. that I did not wait until my thirties to get deep into the stock market. I, Oh my goodness. Because 2008, I could, I remember, man. So, you know what? If y'all don't want me to tell the story, tell me, cause I'm finna tell y'all how I hit a lick. Um, but uh, cause this is off topic. That's what I say. But um, you remember 2008, when the when the when the housing market crashed, everything right. crashed, right? Uh, so uh, my first introduction to the stock market, I bought Fannie Mac and Freddie Mac. Um, Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae. Yeah, there we go. So I bought it because I don't know if y'all remember, it dipped down to like 10, 15 cents. Um, I don't know. I just know my fucking never mind. <laughs> so it dropped down to 10, 15 cents. And I was like, well, the government pays into this, so I know it's not gonna let it, you know totally go under. So I'm like, you know what? I'm finna buy me 5,000 shares oh. of each. So I bought 5,000 shares of each at 10, 10 cents, I think Freddie Mac was, and Fannie Mae was like 15. And then I think I sold it at like $4. Um, I sold all of them for $4. So you can sit there and do the math in your head um, of how much money I made <laughs> off of that. But like that was my first introductory, you know, to the stock market, my first lick, and um, you know, I've been riding with it ever since. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Being being self-taught, being self-taught is 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 one of those things that that shows a lot about like your inner resilience. Because to be self-taught to do anything, I told you, I don't know how to quit. Damn! Look, I'm like, I'm sitting here like <laughs> you over there doing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, man. Golly. Shit. Sorry. Best investment I made. You know, that, that's how I got started. For me, anyways. Yeah. For sure, for sure. I don't know how much longer I'm going to be working. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> Shit. Okay, well, since Adrian just shitted on us, oh, we going to to the next topic. <laughs> oh man. So you know what? That's a good segue because back in 2008, 
when the whole stock market tank, housing market, everything was a hot mess. Folks were jumping out of windows. They was, I mean, it was horrible. Folks were losing so much money that they couldn't even handle it at all. It was, it was so bad. So that will go into our next topic, talking about mental health. Nowadays, it seems like that's like a, like a trendy word, like just saying mental health. Every five minutes, somebody's having a mental health issue, a crisis or something. Like they're just throwing the word out like it's just some new popular word and it's being weaponized all over the place. And that's being, it's like used as a crutch now for real, for, for everything. Like how, how do we, and, and I don't know, if that may be why people, they're not like really taking certain, the serious things seriously. Because like, just for instance, like we talked about last week with um the few, the past uh, Miss America, I think she was, mm -hmm. for not saying it right, who jumped off of a building. Like you have to be in such a horrible place to jump off of a building. Like that has to be the most horrifying moment like for you to get to that point. And like, just people don't even take take it serious. Like, yo, I'm having a breakdown right now. I need help. Like, even if you say it, people just really don't. They really don't listen More. because everybody's using it. Especially these kids. These kids, I, I don't know. I, I just don't know. Do you remember? Uh, yes, you do, because everybody remembers when Trump won. When Trump won, they started having these safe spaces where people could mourn at colleges. Do you remember that? You don't remember that? I do. It was one of the craziest things I ever heard in my life. It's like, oh, somebody won a presidency. Oh, we need safe spaces. These kids are grieving over the well, fact that this orange-haired man won. Huh? Listen, ain't no place safe. No place is safe for Byron. <laughs> but... The thing about that is like we that instance opened the door for people to be able to just shirk responsibilities and shirk accountability um, by just using words like like the moment me and you disagree, Didi, you could be like, Wayne's a narcissist. That's why I don't that's why he doesn't see my point of view. No, your point of view is just trash. I didn't get it. Like that doesn't make me a narcissist. It means we didn't, it means it wasn't communicated correctly and you didn't take accountability. I'm not a narcissist. So like, we throw the words narcissist around. Uh, your ga uh, if Adrian tells me that Fruit Loops is trash, he's gaslighting me. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Call back. Anyway, um, so it's like, <laughs> it's like gaslight, uh, protect your peace, uh, narcissist, um, all like just flinging them around like hotcakes. And we've used that to not communicate with each other. Mm. I can't talk to you right now. I'm setting boundaries. <laughs> No, nigga, you're not trying to answer questions. That's all that no, is. You're avoiding accountability. That, that's what you're doing. You're not, I'm setting boundaries in my life now. This new era is called my turn. Shut up. I mean, and then also too, you got to think of it. Like people having mental breakdowns because other people don't agree with them. Um, you know, that's a big issue as well. Like we can't, you know, live in harmony because without you know we got to agree on every single thing there's things that we disagree on right we still tight oh see uh -uh. i'm sorry this is, a, this is a military thing see this is why i retired because no because no oh wow mass sergeant leggett 
You getting this goddamn paperwork. Fuck you and the commander. That's why oh, I retired. Wow. See, it was my time to go. That's where the, that's what it's come to now. That's terrible. So you can come over here and act the ass, and I can't do nothing. Mm -mm. Get me out of here. Listen, that is gonna be funnier when I tell you what I was really talking about. <laughs> that's gonna be funnier when I tell you later. I'm gonna be like, I, wait, I had mental health situations. I can't wait yeah. to tell y'all so I forget it. But um, wow. I don't know, man. Like we really wow. just, we really have just, we've made it so much so that the people that the people who are lit could literally help the mental health of other mental health of other people just by answering questions just by taking accountability just by all these other things they're like nope like we are we are our own she he out he got out she got him separated my bad go ahead <laughs> um we are our own undoing in the mm -hmm. midst of our mental health acknowledgement of which is supposed to make people more understanding with one another we've now become undone because of it it's like i, I can't talk to her about that she's going through something She's going through a crisis in her brain right now. I can't even address it. Like, I can't talk to him about this. He'll get mad. He'll say he won't. I don't know. I can't. I can't with this hmm. weaponizing of stuff. Like, and relationships is the worst because, like, you can't even have a disagreement. Like, I, like we had an argument, and now you feel like I'm gaslighting you because I told you that I didn't like the fact that you came home at three in the morning with uh, with no <laughs> warning. Because what's happening now is that this whole my opinion matters you need to listen to me what i say matters my feelings all of this is equivalent to everybody gets a trophy no your point does not matter right now because your feelings aren't facts mm. nobody gives a shit about how you feel right now because mm. this is the reality mm. of what's happening mm. that's not real mm. We're going to have a conversation as grown people and come to an agreement or we're going to agree to disagree. But what we're not going to do is sit here and massage your stupid ass ego because of how you feel. Mm. Come on, no. man. Come on, man. I like your feelings are not facts. No, they're not. You I'm felt that, that way. way so time. what? And I can't control how you feel. You just felt that way. Next. Come on, man. <laughs> Oh no, man. Oh, we man. gotta we figure out how and these are actually these are the same. You remember we were talking about um how people are preparing for they're always preparing for a wedding, but right. not a marriage. These are the types of conversations that people do not have before they get married. How do we navigate through disagreements? Because if you shut down and I'm an overthinker, this probably ain't gonna work. Because I need you to over-communicate if I'm an overthinker. You shutting down, I done came up with 15,000 scenarios in my head that are not true. But because you're not communicating with me, it don't matter. Come on now, Didi. Advocate for me. Advocate for me, Didi. You, you, you speak in my life. You got my phone time? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a super overthinker. I have, I look, I'm 100% disabled veteran. 70% of my disability is anxiety. I have severe anxiety. My mother was a crackhead mostly, mostly all of my childhood. I was left in a home, me and my sister, a lot as a child. I was a foster kid. So abandonment is huge for me. If you shut down, I feel abandoned. You're not talking to me. I lose it. So these, I need somebody that over communicates to me. Keep reassuring me. 
keep re revalidating what what I need. Like, just let me know I'm safe. Because if not, listen, I'm very creative. I'm going to come up with some shit. <laughs> Especially if I find something on your person that makes it look like... Never mind. Forget mm. it. We're not... <laughs> Yo, what's this? <laughs> What does hmm. this mean? What does this mean? <laughs> you should have just you should have just talked to me about it. I've already I've already figured out what I think this might mean, and this uh -huh. is facts to me. Yep. <laughs> it could be some so far left from what I'm thinking, but no, nope, now it's what I it. think. And you was hiding it in your gym bag. You know what? Forget it. What's the next topic? We not. I'm not gonna do this tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> But I, <laughs> but I, you know what? I'm not doing this. Go You're ahead, an go idiot, ahead. No. I am. No. So listen, that. I had a conversation today out the blue. And I said, oh my God, Adrian just sent me this topic. This was his number one topic on his list today. And we're actually having this conversation. How ironic. Why do people want kids but don't want marriage? What is this new epidemic going on? Back in the day, in my day, we were just fucking. And if we happen to have a baby, oops. Now these chicks really like trying to have babies. What is that? These men are trying to find these genetically gifted women who uterus they want to use to have babies too. You ever heard of that? That's crazy. No one ever I think that's, like, yeah, you, you should want. I mean... Let's be clear. First off, I know this isn't what we're talking about, but who you make kids with, I think you want to check their background out, right? You want to make sure that physically they are attractive, you know, mentally they have everything together. I think that you want that, right? I mean, you got to look out for the next generation that you bring bringing into this thing. So uh, all they got to have is a fat ass, Adrian. What you talking about? I don't care about all that. So that's what they're looking for. I need I need all that. You know what? T tell me if you ran track in, in high school. You played sports in high school. Let me know all that. You know Let me know how you got that. Yeah, you got the same hairdo. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, let me know. Let me know if you you buy some action. You know what I'm saying? You play sports. You worked out. Like you, yeah. I, I need yo. You I need to know all that. Like right. <laughs> Not, you're not gonna be no lazy just because you got a big butt. Like, no. So now my son gonna have a big booty. <laughs> oh, it's possible. It is possible. For Genetic. his sake, I hope not. You know. Just saying. All right. Okay. All right. I mean, God does have a he, sense of humor. Blue dominant here. Okay. Built like his mama. <laughs> Is is he built like you now? Who? Your son? No, my son is his daddy's clone to the T, through and through. I was just asking. Oh no, he's built just <laughs> like his daddy. That boy, he, he almost he about five five. He only twelve. Okay. And he a string bean, straight up and down. But yeah, so no, I, I think I'm all that matters. I don't know about y'all. I thought about all that when I was picking my my mate, but. I'll get back on the topic. All right. So the reason why I definitely wanted to talk to talk about this is because I, I do see that trend and I do know some women that have kids and, you know, 
and they're not really worried about if the dad's going to be in the kid's life or not. And I'm like, I don't think you realize how traumatizing that's going to be to the child. You know, at some point they're going to want their father and there's not anything that you're going to be able to do to supplement that. You know what I'm saying? And I don't think people really think about that. Like, you know, they think about the glitz and the glam. Oh, I'm going to have a kid. You know, I'm going to have this child. It's going to be so beautiful. They're going to love me. And they don't think about the consequences that bringing them up in this situation could have mm-hmm. on them and not only have on them, have on them to you as well, because they could possibly resent you, you. Um, because they're seeing their friends with their fathers and their mother. And they trying to figure out why they don't have a father in their life. Mm-hmm. So I, I and and I think it's like you said, I think it's becoming relevant now. Like I know some women that's just like, yeah, I'm ready to have a child, but don't you want to get married first? Like that part. Like, no, nah, I'm getting older. Right. I'm ready to have these babies. And I'm like, that's crazy. Like, you don't make bread mm-hmm. like that to be raising kids on your own. So what are you gonna do? Um, they don't care. They they listen. These chicks, like she said, they they don't have no real friends. They goofy ass homegirls cheering them on, and they watching celebrities. They got these fake realities in their brains, thinking that they' about to be rolling around like Cardi B or whoever. Like, just they really are delusional. They, I mean, you Cardi's got married. Women, well, I mean, I just use her as a celebrity, right? No. But if you if but they're listening to her music, okay, but not watching her life. They're listening to these women. Most of these female rappers are in committed relationships or they're married. All right. They're not Nicki rapping. They're not rapping. Party B. Yeah. Right. Here's the other thing. They're not even watch, they don't even watch their progression. Right. No. Think about who Cardi was. Think and look at who she is right now. Like you could, she she cleaned up all the way nice, all the way. Like she started off like she all the way nice. Mm -hmm. But it's like I hate hearing women say to dudes, "Oh, we would make some pretty babies." What makes you think I would give my seed to you? Like I think that's why I said thing about men taking the power back. If a man, if a woman, listen. If a woman said that to a man and a man immediately followed that with what makes you think I would give you my seed, that would shut that down immediately. Like that, you know, like imagine, imagine what a death blow that is to a woman who just, oh, we would have pretty big. What makes you think I would let I say it all the time. The man has the most powerful thing he carries every day is a seed, but because he gives it away so freely, it has been devalued so much because he, most men will just, Give it away. Anytime something wet and hot comes near them, it doesn't matter anymore. So women think that they have the power. Shut up, Wayne. Women really think that they have the power and that men are so weak and willing that their seed is not valuable. That's where the problem comes in. Because if you put nine times out of ten, the men that they're looking at are, are willing to just give it away. Cause they don't realize how valuable they are. Mm. Mm. Right. Hey man, but men I have proven said, themselves. I could, you know, I couldn't just make these pretty babies with just anybody. Now you feel me? You oh. know, you know, I'm just saying. Hey, 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 <laughs> hey. 
You see Facebook keep being in my uterus, and I don't know why. Because I'm not having no babies, okay? Some reason. My friends keep having dreams about me having babies. Somebody, somebody trying to give somebody trying to give a kid them shoulders you got. They're like, oh, Didi got them nice shoulders. That boy, if I have a boy with her, he throwing that I boy. I got two of them. They, they good. I got a boy and a girl. They don't make no other kind of baby. That's, they don't, that's not the memo they got. The memo they got is your factory is I, open. I'm going to get a cane Corso, boy and a girl. I'm thinking about it, too. I think I might do that as well. Mm -hmm. Well, not no girl, just a, just a boy. Actually, I probably have to get a girl because I just got sons. So I don't know how to, if we get a dog, she probably Adrian, get a girl dog. I, do you know how much I want you to impregnate your wife again and have a girl? Like, Sorry. I want you to have a girl so bad. She would be so pretty. Yeah, that, that, not, oh, not that, not. that, and she would literally, they sink their hands into your heart and they suck out all your personality. They keep it for themselves. She'll have all this hair. They become She's you. So witty. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> She'll break you down to the bone gristle. Oh, I think y'all need to have a little yeah. dip. A little, a little Debbie. Debbie. A little Debbie. A little Debbie. It's not gonna happen. <laughs> that was it. Oh. That was it. Fair. That's not well, fair. Ain't, ain't gonna be no wrapped around nobody finger unless I have a granddaughter. Three's a charm. Three is a charm. Three's, I'll agree with three anything is not you a charm. say right now. It has to do with that. Three, third time's a charm. Hit for the cycle. Already, anything. Uh, I'm thinking about getting snipped, homie. That's no. Crazy. Well, let me let you know. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look out. Yeah, you snip. It actually, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's not bad. Cause It's not bad. You go in the kitchen to get a snack, you're like, oh, wait a second, I don't have to worry about it. Hey, uh, let me talk to you real quick. Little guiltless quickie in the kitchen right before your sandwich. Get back to the living room, kid, be sleep. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I'm just going off experience. Yes, I mean, well, wrapped around I the don't know. I guess. No, I no, mean, that's how it goes. Oh, I'm married, so. No, no, that's what I'm saying. That's I'm, I'm, well, I'm, No, what I'm saying is them days of, um, I don't, how, how much is a condom now? Because I don't know. Ask, ask Nick Cannon, you? he got all, well, you can get some free ones from Nick with his whole vendor <laughs> Oh no, I'm not using those. So I don't, no, I'm married. I don't use those. It's over with. See what I'm saying? I'm gonna keep my comments to myself. It's over with. I'm married. Anyway, we're gonna go to the next topic. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't even know what the price of them are. That's, yeah. Hmm. yeah. So, are black women behind the curve when it comes to taking care of their men? Mm. What, what you mean? Mm. What you mean? You go what, first. Say, what you mean? This is Adrian's question. I don't so know. So I, I mean explaining. So, you know, it is said that culturally black women are kind of behind the power curve when it is uplifting their men, taking care of their men, mm -hmm. making sure that they're straight, you know, doing the wifely duties that, you know, they should be doing. Um, you know, culturally, they say black women are behind the eight ball on this. Um, so I figured this would be a great conversation for us to have. Is that true? Of um, course. Okay. <laughs> not, not, not any fault of their own. Let's break that down. We got a lot down. of catching up to do. Like, how, how would we be ahead of a power curve when 
our husbands weren't in the home for us to take care of. So now we have to play catch up mm. in doing that. And how is it that most, I don't even know what the number is, but most black women are single. So they don't have a husband. Mm. <laughs> would 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 a would a man would a man being in the home prevent you from knowing how to be emotionally available for a man? Behaviors you know are taught. Behaviors are taught. So if my mom wasn't married, I'm already behind the power curve of my white counterpart whose mother was married because she watched her take care of her dad or husband, whoever, and she learned that behavior. I don't know how to do that because it was never demonstrated to me. So now if I want a husband, I got to figure out how to be a wife because I don't even know how to do that. So it was like, we, it's, I really get a little skeptical when it comes to comparing cultures as a whole to anything black, because we, we are, we're so behind the power curve on everything culturally compared to other cultures. Cause our shit was just torn down, shredded to pieces, and we got to keep starting the fuck over. So, <clears throat> do you think um, also a big issue is just because the narrative that's been created um, as well surrounding black women and black men? I mean, and what I mean by that is, you know, black women are angry, and black men ain't shit. So, do you think, you know, deep down inside on both sides, that's just kind of a problem? that people keep thinking, especially when it comes in our culture. Mm -hmm. Post-traumatic slave disorder. Anything that we continually keep re getting repeated to us, who he who controls the image controls the mind. So you keep seeing ain't shit niggas. What's the, what's the big like um, flashy thing they keep showing all of these celebrities with all these different baby mamas? Ain't nobody make, ain't none of these black men making these women wives. And most of them, don't really even have black baby mamas. Like a lot of black women are being ridiculed for being angry. But why? Why are they so angry? Because they've been doing a lot of shit by themselves. Because somebody dropped the ball somewhere along the way and they just have to keep picking it up. Now, not to say that they absolve from all responsibility because they got to pick their mates a little bit better. But why is it so many of the mates that they pick have the same attributes? Why is it so many bad options? But what about the ones that have the help, that have someone there, but they continue to carry that, that burden like it's their life as well, too? Y'all get what I'm saying? Do I need to explain that a little bit better? Break it down. Okay. So I know women, right, that are in relationships, and they may have that single friend. And because their single friend is bitter, unhappy, they tend to carry that themselves as well, too, even though they're in a better situation. They have a man that helps them take care of them, all of those great things. Right. But because their friend is taking the burden you know, of that, they tend to bring that with them. Like we see it all the time when carrying. one woman is hurt, <clears throat> like they all feel it. You know what I'm saying? It's carrying baby. Yeah, they, they're carrying that. Like, but it's not really yours. But you you carrying it right. like why are you carrying that? That's not your life. Right. You know what I'm saying? And why you are somebody? And that's 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 a, a a bad. You you need to be a better example. If your life is a good example and your friends isn't, you need to be pouring into her what right. you're experiencing. Facts. Right. So she shouldn't. It shouldn't be the other way around. 
you need to be showing her that there are good men out here. My man does take care of me. There are right. better options. You need to tighten up your vetting process when it comes to the man that you choose and figure out what I it is in you that's allowing you to pick these ain't shit niggas. I was having a conversation with somebody with about that too. I was having a conversation with somebody about that. Like, I was like, I was like, I noticed that when you talk to XYZ, that your attitude later, you start to insert certain negatives into a situation that doesn't require it. Like, you're not dealing with the same circumstances as that person. And here's why. But having to reset a person every day or every moment that they, I think they, they, people need to become more comfortable being outspoken because we outspoken about everything else. Sometimes we just need to stop and be like, just like you said, like, no, that's your situation. And, and here's why for real. And, and it goes back to not having real friends and not knowing how to be a real friend. Like, like I, I made the joke about my guy, Kevin today. He's literally been saying that about me for years. Like that, like, like literally he's been saying that about me for years. Um, but on the flip side of that, he's also one of those people like, yo, sometimes you need to stop and think about how your personality projects, whatever. So it's like accountability. You're, you need to tell your friends, yo, let's think about this. You've been doing this. Look at them kids. There's three of them, two different dads. The first one, you can't stand. The second, like you need to start doing that. And I think people be so afraid. Like that's not my, that's not my issue. Everything is not my issue until it becomes your issue because now she in your living room crying because I, I bust open because she done picked another trash dude or whatever. I also want to point out, and I'm glad Adrian brought this up about um, taking care of them men. I feel like, I feel like it's almost preached to black women to be over-sexualized to take mm. care of their men. Like you gotta have the gawk gawk 3000 if you wanna keep your man. No, you don't. No, you don't. Huh. You don't have to have the gawk gawk 3000 to keep me in the crib. You know what you need to have? You need to have some cooking on them pots. You need to have me a soft lap to lay my head on. And you need to have an ear that listens and a mouth that communicates well, a heart that receives information and a heart that gives information. That is going to keep me right where I'm at. I ain't going nowhere. Hey, you got a text. Hey, uh, hey, mm -hmm. Wayne, this is Adrian. This is Adrian. Hey, Wayne, I'm about to go, you know, about to go to the barbershop and get trimmed up. We about to go have a few drinks. Uh, what you about to do? Man, I'm a FaceTime. I'm like, I'm laying right here. <laughs> I mean, you know. Because I've, I've done that. You I've also want to be drained, you know, make sure that you drain from time to time too now. Come on now. I, no, no. Okay. Please, I'm glad you said. That. I'm, I, I like when Adrian get inappropriate. Say it again. Well, bro. I, don't I, I don't expect that. From I know. I, I, I do. He be holding back. He said he need to be drained. I'm not saying. Right. I'm, see, I'm not, I, hey, I, I got you. I got you. I got you. <laughs> I got you. Not, I'm not saying. <laughs> I'm wait, not gonna no. let him slide by without wait. you know saying that you don't need to have uh, a missed, little. You missed the overall point. Time to time. Listen, now. listen. You missed the overall point. What I'm saying is that's pushed as the primary. That's pushed as the primary. I get what like, you're saying. No, I get what you're saying. Promoted all the time. Right. Right. This I is get, what's no, going to do you, it. This, uh, this alone is going to do it. No, it's not. And that's no, all I'm saying. Not at all. Who don't? That, who don't that's, like why, that's why when they ask the question, what do you bring to the table? What's the number one answer is always this. They always, that's what they always say. Yeah, they never say this mouth, though. <laughs> never mind. You know what? <laughs> I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> where do y'all learn this? Where are these practice rounds taking place? That's what I need to know. All y'all, all y'all, all y'all, 
adult goats who just come in MJing with it. How he started it, <laughs> he got me into this inappropriate role. Oh so I'm gonna say, y'all, just, y'all how y'all be throat goating? How y'all be throat goating right out the draft? First pick in the draft. Oh, there you go. Like now you nice. Like how you get this nice? What, what gym you was practicing in, sister? <laughs> Oh, I ain't never do that. But I, I, I do. But <laughs> I do think that it, it, a lot of button. women do feel that way. Um, <laughs> that like, yo, what's between their legs is is just the end all be all. So wait, you know, wait. sometimes you gotta let them know, like, yo, like, nah. You, you know why something. I'm laughing, Ola? You know why I'm laughing? Because you wildin'. I'm trying to bring it back, but go ahead. I'm, wait, no, no, let's stray for a little bit. Because I remember one time, Didi. <laughs> Didi sat right here. Was, yeah, Didi, Didi sat right here. Was like, I said something about. She said something about. Uh, she said, "What difference do it make? What difference do it make if I swallow it or not? It's still leaving. You still getting the same satisfaction. So what? I run to the bathroom and spit it out. I said, "Wait, what?" <laughs> so I'm pleading the fifth I'm on that now. I'm pleading I'm the fifth on that. She now. said, "I've never done that before." I, Please the fifth again so I can go back to the episode and clip it. <laughs> you know I'm in the editing department. Don't act like that's not where I'm at. <laughs> they say it's good for the skin, though. Okay. We are not in church. Put the... It's hot! I'm drinking 99 apples. <laughs> oh, you drink... Never mind. What's 99 apples? I don't even know. <laughs> it's uh vodka that's 99 proof. <laughs> Yo, who walked by? Ain't nobody walked by. You Ain't just nobody here up. but my son. You just looked yeah. up and I saw your I'm, eyes follow. Oh no, I was gonna go get the 99 apples, but it's so far. Listen, uh, I'm gonna tell you right now. If <laughs> <laughs> so what what helped men skin? I'm gonna be honest with you. Uh-uh. This beard didn't start growing until I let it. See, he gonna sit here. <laughs> look, look, look. That's because you ain't you ain't had no motherland juice on it. You went over there with that Becky shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, go get the 99. How much time? Let's I don't even want to go to another topic. <laughs> Yeah, the next thing I make Adrian laugh with his whole torso. I keep telling y'all, Adrian can't wait. Adrian can't. He can't wait to the joke be on me, so he can laugh with his whole whole body. I be telling y'all, that was funny. You even laugh. Come on now, I did. No, I did laugh. I did laugh. (laughs) He said, "That's what that's what men want: peace of mind and the gut got three thousand. That's what y'all need." Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Is that what y'all need to what like what does that get a woman? That's what I need to know. If I'm home, we can talk, we can discuss, I can be, I can feel more confident in providing, knowing that the things that I do will not be taken for granted. Because that's really what it be. What are we providing? If I provide peace of mind and a Glock Glock 3000, what do I get in return? What are you you're getting a man that can then in return? Whatever the equivalent of that is. What noise is that? Make the noise and then put 3,000 at the end. What is it? 
I'm no, just you don't do it. <laughs> Oh my God. Oh, y'all are crazy as hell. I'm just oh, trying actually, to I'm actually just trying get to you answer. too. I'm trying to get the ladies the answer on how you get the ring. Because we always know with the man leave peace of mind, soft place to land. Hey man, body was served. Do you want to be talking about get the ring? Okay, let me break that down. All right, so when it definitely it definitely that's how debbie got the ring uh for sure for sure peace of mind you know helpmate you know she was just she was just down so you know what i mean i had been in other relationships and it just was totally different like i never had someone that was my piece like that before and she definitely is my piece and so yeah i said yo i'm locking it down like i i mean i literally after like you know after four months i was like yo i told i told told my fans like Yo, something different. This this different. Like, this something different for me. And so I was like, but of course I need to see. And it stayed different. And, you know, it just stayed different. <laughs> After eight months, I'm like, yo, I think it's time for me to look for a ring. Like, I don't want to lose this. This isn't something that I feel that I need to wait on. This is something that I feel like I need to lock down. And I did. So I went and looked, got the ring. I got the ring after us being together for eight months i mean I, I didn't propose until we had been together for a year but i i was sitting on the ring like i was sitting on the ring i knew this was it for me i knew she was the one i knew this is who i wanted to have kids with this is who i was going to be with for the rest of my life like because it was just a different situation she was she was peace like i never been in a relationship where a woman was my peace like we could feed off each other we could logically talk to each other like she doesn't say things to to hurt my feelings. You know what I'm saying? Like, and vice versa. Like, we communicate. It's like, all right, let's talk. And so she got the ring. And she got the credit cards. And she got the houses. And she hey. owned everything that I own. Hey. So if I die, she's a millionaire. Like, Period. It's, it's not even, it's not even, a, like, yo, that's why I said, like, yeah, she, she got it all. Mm. She got it all. You see what Erica said? Were you ready to get married or did you get yourself ready once you met her? Um, no, I got myself ready before oh. I met her. You know, you see what I'm saying? Like I I did work on myself because I had been in some relationships that I was like, yo, like what is going on? And so once I got out of that, I took the time to really just get to know myself and work on myself and understand what it was that I wanted. And I think that's an issue that people don't do. They don't take the responsibility of themselves of what it is that you know they're doing wrong in their relationships. So I said, yo, what am I doing? What is it? I, I wanted to focus on me. I don't care what other people do because why? I'm the head. I'm going to lead the ship. So it's like, yo, as the leader, I need to get those qualities within myself because if I have that, they're going to follow me with the right person. They're going to follow me. Right. So I just worked on myself. And so I started dating again and um, got out there. And so I met Debbie and it was like, yo, like it wasn't no that whole like love at first sight none of that with no love at first sight none of that like we didn't even know after the first date if we was even gonna go out again you know what i'm saying like so that's another thing i tell people like stop looking for that love at first sight type mm -hmm. stuff. you know what i'm saying you know if they not freaking crazy then see what else how else it go but yeah mm -hmm. so that's how it was man um 
I don't think he said own everything you own. I think you said on everything you're on. Is that what you said? On, yeah. On. Yeah. He country. Yeah. He said on. No, he's southern. Country. On, on, on everything that I own. There you go. Hopefully that works. So yeah. Wayne, you was looking crazy. I don't know why <laughs> what you were doing, but you were your face was crazy as hell when he was talking. I don't know. <laughs> I'm bugging. Yeah. I'm all over the place. You're always it's been a long day. It's been a long day. Always. It's been a long two days. But yeah, be the peace. Be the peace. Be the peace. Right. It, I think right. it you the peace with the right man is definitely gonna work wonders for you. Because that's what Straight we need. Up. And that God got three thousand. Hey. <laughs> I don't even gotta act up. I could just chill today, even though I made. Agent been in rare form today. Good, because I'm oh tired of it being God. me. I'm tired. Of, I'm tired. I'm tired of being infamous and all, and notorious and all. So I need him having some <laughs> taglines. I'm tired of being infamous. I'm really regular for real. I think, but I think the key to that whole conversation was you prepared yourself before, like you knew what you wanted. Oh, yeah. So there was no playing games. There was no, you know, trying to figure. You knew what you was looking for. And you went. Right. I told her. So I told her, like, look, if you don't want to settle down, like, I don't even want to waste your time or mine. I'm looking for a wife. I, I said that. Like, I, that's what I'm saying. I got to that point where I was I was the one that was up front. Like, yo, I'm looking for a wife. So I don't. She, and it's funny because you could ask her. She looked like, yeah, right. You know, she thought it was game. I'm like, no, no, no. Like. I'm I'm looking for a wife. I'm looking for someone I can spend my life with. I don't shout. I had somebody say that to me before and I ran. Like, oh hell no. This nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I told her. Uh, you know what I mean? Like I said it. Like, this is what I'm looking for. This is what I want. If if that's not what you're looking for, then we can go our separate ways and it's not, you know, no, no love lost, no harm. I told her that. I'm looking mm. for a wife now. Mm. <clears throat> it's, that is <laughs> Wayne, but no, I'm dead serious. I, I'm, I'm, I'm with him on that. Like, I'm not gonna say I'll never be married again. <laughs> is that no, true? I, I was with you, brother, until you said that. Is that, is that what that is? <laughs> I, I just. Um, and that's why I guys ain't getting married anymore. What? Who said that? Uh-huh. Where? You seen that? No, I said this is how I used to be. Used to feel. Pay attention. Used to. Used to. She can't she can't ring. Okay. She can't yeah. wait to get oh. a ring now. No, back in the day. You you know me, Adrian. You know how right. I, I I had to catch up because I was trying to figure out what he was referencing, but then now yeah, I got no, it. I'm, I'm, I'm back. And, and also these guys were saying this within like 30 days or less of me. We know what we want after 12 hours. I'm no, kidding. the hell you don't. That's Shut trash. up. I, I know I'm what they lying. wanted. I'm lying. <laughs> uh-uh. Nah. I'm like, um. And then you got your mama at the church praying. Ma'am. No. No. She walked <laughs> up on you with the oil and was like, I'm marking you out for my baby. You know, I don't let nobody in church touch me. She said, not like that. No, it's only a few people that I let put their hands on me. But I go to a church. Don't put your yeah. demons on me. Uh-uh. Nah. No, the reason why guys ain't getting married anymore is because they don't want to get married. Guys gotta stop being sensitive. Like just because 
it, you know what I'm saying? So this is another thing that you you got to be intentional. You want women to be intentional. Men got to be intentional too. If this is what you're looking mm. for, then that's what it is. If she mm. not the one, then she not the one. That's just right. like, yo, if you want something, like you saying it shouldn't scare somebody off. I mean, unless it's crazy. But me saying, hey, I'm looking for a wife. Mm-hmm. If that scares you off, then you're not the one for me. And I was, you know, I got to that point where it, it didn't bother me. If someone, if someone would have said that to me, right, it wouldn't one. have bothered me. I just would have looked at it like, well, moving on. Now I can, you know, find the person that I'm supposed to be with. Mm-hmm. Like people, I don't get that. Like why people so scared to, to say what they want or what they feeling. And I feel and like every woman is not ready it. to be a wife. Yeah. They're not prepared right. for that. Everybody's not healed enough. Being a wife is a huge responsibility. And if she ain't ready, you don't want her anyway. And you were prepared to hear anything, Adrian. Like you didn't say it. You didn't say what you said. With, with all right, she going. Once I say this, she gonna say yeah. Right. Right. I, I got you. Yeah. So you I know what I mean. You. Like it wasn't. He he he, he, he. he. And that's why guys guys aren't getting married because and it's fear of rejection. It's like because you know that what you say. First of all, if you have conviction in what you're saying, the person you're saying it to is not gonna mind hearing it that way. It might even shift the way they think about who they was presenting themselves as to you. It's like, oh, he came at me like this. Hold on for a second. I wasn't even thinking he was trying to come at me like this. Hmm. Let me, let me. Oh, nobody right. else did. Right. Right. For sure. Because in her right. mind, all these dudes been coming this way. So no, I don't want to get married because these niggas ain't shit. But oh, I just had a gentleman approach me in a real way. And he intentional about what he want. Whoa. Hold on. Let me have a conversation with this real man in front of me right now. And also, oh, yeah. guys ain't getting married because they falling for this illusion that they have millions of women at their disposal because <laughs> of the internet. Y'all niggas ain't got nothing. Yo, y'all ain't got nothing. You see it every the day in my DMs. It just makes it even worse. What happened? You see it every day in my DMs. For sure. Like, y'all do not, like, listen, men are not getting married because y'all swear on everything y'all love that the moment y'all pick up y'all phone, y'all going to have a date by the end of the night. No, you're not, my guy. <laughs> You're not. You don't have that sneezing. You don't have that thing that draws women to you. You don't have that attraction that makes a woman want to. You don't even have the skills to drop a message that makes a woman want to check for you. Because your penis wrote that message. You're like, hold on, write this message. I'll be over here uh, eating cereal. Like, like, like dudes are delusional. Y'all, are, y'all niggas are delusional. Y'all don't have millions of women. Y'all got, there's maybe two women in your life who might throw y'all some rhythm. One of them is a bucket. The other one is somebody that already watched you move and don't want to give you no play. So you might as well just chill, work on yourself, heal inside, all that. But the, and, and it's, it's the women that you feel like you have access to ain't of substance. They just random thoughts that anybody can screw. If you got access to them, how many other men do you think got access to them? You ain't the only one. Same goes for women. You going to any dudes DMs, you being thirsty and shit. How many other women you think in they DM? Who does that happen for? I've never, what do you, well, this is an illusion. Y'all talking about, I don't, I don't know. Let y'all talk about like sure, women, man. y'all, women are delusional. Yeah. If y'all think that men get attention like that. They do. If we, if we not they money do. phoning or, or presenting a bus down or showing you if a you, If you can present a certain way of being on the internet, the perception is reality. Mm. 
So if you look like you somebody, <clears throat> shit, these hoes all on it. They all on it. But the 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 but the difference between the men in a woman's DM and the women in a man's DM, these women, they come in full force. And it's 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 two different kind of women though. You got the women that got money that's trying to pay for some shit, and then you got the women that ain't got shit that's trying to get some shit paid for. Mm. The men they just trying to spend money by any means necessary. They trying to fuck. <laughs> they are. They pulling out all stops and any any way they can get it. They trying to get it. Oh, this is all of it. All of it's twisted. All of it's twisted. I just look. I just look at the internet anymore. Like I just post my videos and keep it moving. Like I'm dead serious. Like I'm not a. I'm not a real big scroller. These women, these hoes want any nigga. They just want it. It's social media. They want whatever. They want whatever you think you willing to put up. Yeah, it, just like the men, they want whatever. <laughs> Look, I'm so sick of the tender swindler. I'm gonna go watch. They done banned this man from all dating apps. <laughs> Is it good? I, 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 I put it on my um, put it on my story. list. I put it he on done, my list. He to done, watch. Um, swindle women out of what millions of dollars? Wow. How dumb can you be? How are you a millionaire asking me for money? Because my assets are frozen and tied up into other business ventures. And I just need you to hold me down to ten thousand. I can't help you. I need you to throw me ten thousand until I unfreeze this money and I got you right back. Stupid. And then I'm gonna take you out on a date with the ten thousand you just loaned me, so you all caught up in it. Like I'm spending money on you, but I am because it's your money. Like I can see, I can see, I see the logic. I see how he did it. I see you know what I'm saying. It makes, it makes no. Desperation sense. is real, man. For sure, it's For sure. real. Mm -hmm. But you, you can be whoever you want to be on the internet. Could be whoever yeah. you want to be. People believe yeah. all types of fallacies every day. But, but people, when they get to know the real you. See Listen, if people know if people learn the real me and still kick it with me, I give them all of all the proper <laughs> love in the world. Cause I don't, I'm just being honest. I'll be I'll be bugging. Like sometimes I'm cool, but other times I'll be on some like I'll be bugging sometimes. We know Adrian calls that. you out all the time when you're bugging. No, here's the crazy thing. So this is what's funny. I'm glad you brought that up, and then we gonna then we gonna close because we we spending too much time on looking at me. Uh, the fact of the matter is, Adrian, I know you think that I pander. And I really want to tell you that I really live like that and think like that. Like my, I've, I hold both sides equally accountable, but I really do feel everything that I say. So it's like, it's not like, like, all right, let me get on the internet and be this. No, no, that's really how I feel. But I also, there's times where I be bugging. I'm, I, you can, I'm not a one lane person. I don't pander. That's just really how I think and feel. So I'm not the only one that calls you Dexter, Dexter, Dexter Jackson. No, you're not the only one. So. Eric Jackson. Okay. You're yeah. not the only oh, one. Oh, see, not, I don't forget. But I really be feeling like that. Dexter. But the crazy Eric. thing is both okay. both you, both you and Kevin are kind of the same in the fact that you both have beards. Um <laughs> he said Wayne needs a friend. <laughs> I don't. I swear I don't. I grew up with Wayne cousins, is an impact. I I I can uh, I, I connect with Wayne. He's an empath. So I get it. I get where he comes from all the time. Adrian, you're an alpha that. male dog in like lead head honcho type of dude. No nonsense kind of guy. 
You just made me seem like your gay best friend, which is kind of, it's, it's fine. That was, I don't know. I don't know if you thought that was helping. It was. Um, and Adrian just sat there and was like, you heard the comparison? That's fine. Um, but yeah, no. Wayne just relates a little better. I do. And I'm proud of it. I mean, I get it. There's definitely so, nothing wrong with it. I'm just giving you the difference between the two. Oh, my goodness. Wayne, it's it's cool, man. I get it. I don't get it. But I get it sometimes. You know? I get how you don't. I get but how you, you don't my dog. get it. But I you get my dog. you don't get it. Get but it. you my dog. Appreciate you. Wayne is a you very understanding man? guy. Yeah, so I get it, Wayne. You you love the love. You know? And, and you like to sit in your car. Sometimes. <laughs> and, uh, you know. 60 seconds at a time. You know. Throw men oh, under the bus. But it's okay. Oh, I, I get it. I get it. I I get it. Oh, that's when you get it wrong. I don't I throw men it. under the bus. I don't think you watch my videos then. Nah, you, you don't. The I, just, I just wanted to mess with you. I was about you. to say. I, about I to just say. wanted to mess with you. You don't throw men under the <laughs> I bus. Throw women, I, I throw women under the bus. You're, you're actually the opposite. Need to tighten up. You, um, you throw women under the bus. Women um, need to tighten up. You, 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 you definitely agree. a mini... Kevin Samuels out here in these streets. So, <laughs> why can't I just be Wayne? Can we close, Didi? What you got going on? Okay, you going, so what y'all got going on for the week? You got <gasps> no, let's talk about you because you gonna be on the podcast tomorrow. I'm gonna get it. I'm I'm doing an interview tomorrow with Miss Good News from Livingstone College Radio Station. Don't make me lie. I, 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 hold on. I'm, I want to shout out the radio station because I don't want to get it wrong. Um. Is WJLZ 1071 107.1. We're gonna do an interview. She wants to interview me to talk about the Core Queen fitness brand. So she says she got a lot of questions for me. Oh my God, this dude here. Um <laughs> so yeah. <laughs> so tomorrow, seven o'clock, I'll be live on Instagram. She said that I can go live on all my platforms. I guess I'll figure that out, whatever. Sometime tomorrow. You know, I never go live on Instagram other than the one time me and Wayne was live. So um, check it out. It should be a good interview to get some exposure for my Core Queen brand. Just to let people know exactly who I am, what I do, what I offer, and the results I've been able to get. Um, what else I got going on? Um, Y'all know Valentine's Day is coming up. So if you haven't gotten your significant other a gift... Or you don't give a shit. Either way, it's coming up. Um, <laughs> you should be celebrating every day. No. But all ladies like gifts. So it's never a bad So time do men. <laughs> men like gifts too. I like buying gifts. So I'm the gift giver. That's what I do. Because my love language is gifts. So I like to give them. And I like to receive them. Um, I got something else happening. I can't think of what it is. See, Wayne, you put me on the spot. You was y'all can go find oh, my yeah. stuff. And, and uh, you working on a panel that's talking about different careers for the young people. Well, yeah, that'll be. We're gonna we're working on it in the fall. It's gonna be in Tampa, Florida. Okay. I wish Tiffany was in here. Um, me and her have collaborated to put together an um, entrepreneur empowerment conference <clears throat> in Tampa. Um, we want to do a panel with different types of entrepreneurs so we can get young entrepreneurs, women, men, whoever across the board to come in and just get some insight on different things that they may 
be scared to jump out and do get some um, stories on how people started, how they're doing, you know, and, and definitely stomping the fact that you need a coach and, and or mentor in this entrepreneur journey. You need it. It is necessary. It is mandatory. So we want to definitely get some people out there that are actual coaches and mentors on the panel as well. So we're going to start really putting the um, teeth into that and getting it, get the date and the location she just came back from Tampa, so she was going to go look at different venues to see what would be the best location. So we'll have those details out soon. And um, I just started my new 30-day challenge, Core Queen 30-day challenges on Facebook. We're doing wall sits this month. So get in gear, 30-day challenges. You can go scroll down the whole page if you want to do a different challenge. All of them are posted in there for each month that I do a new challenge. If you're not a part of my program, uh, let's see. If you haven't, go out and download stream my artist Money Train's song, Me, Myself, and I. It's on all platforms. The video is on YouTube. Go check it out. His song is our intro song. It's called Way I'm Living. That's also on all platforms if you want to download that. Oh, also in, oh God, what's the date? It's I think March 31st to April 3rd, I'll be in Houston for the Ebony Fit Freak weekend. It's a weekend full of fitness conferences, workouts, um, parties, all kinds of stuff. It's amazing. Ebony Fit Freaks, they go from city to city and they do the, they host these events. They're amazing events for networking with different um, entrepreneurs, different people that are in the fitness industry. So this year, the first one is in Houston. I think the last one will be in Aruba. So they go literally go uh, Orlando, Atlanta, Miami, all these different places. So, okay. Anyway, um, but yeah, that's what I got going on. I wasn't expecting that. Coming up, what y'all got going on? Okay, that was different. Hmm. Mm. I'm just looking for a graphic artist to um, digitize my uh, <clears throat> my relationship curriculum. So if y'all know a good graphic artist that knows how to digitize things that has like good spitballing ideas, I'd appreciate that because it'll be done, uh, written copy pretty much by tomorrow. And I just want to get that going because again, it's just time, you know what I'm saying? It's time for me to kind of like write, write the ship. Like my life has had too many curveballs for me to just keep watching it over the plate. I'm not doing it. You know what I'm saying? So I, I definitely look for a good graphic artist to help me bring that bring that to life. Outside of that, just chilling have and going. You, have you tried Fiverr? I have Fiverr. Um, but I have to I I would also like to I kind of want to um enlist the services like somebody like young and up and coming. Because on Fiverr you just never know. But I definitely I, I just want to give somebody else an opportunity also mm -hmm. um but i mean it, at worst kind of worst then i'll do that because i have fiber like i actually have the app on my phone but like if i can find somebody who's who with a face that i can kind of build and connect with i kind of want to just ride along some ride alongside somebody and, and get that done because i just want to present somebody with an opportunity i just invited invited you to a group on facebook so maybe that'll help okay just put a little post in there and see Adrian, what's your 
this comments bobby but go ahead adrian what you got going on did y'all see something yeah, that I'm not? i read that comment too but um you can't see that comment uh it's a comment um so i'm i'm actually um so i finished the cover for my book so i'm actually about to put it up on the website here soon um gentlemancouncil.com um and also it'll be available on amazon as well too um but also i'm looking to revamp my website so i'm kind of like do i wait before i go on and make it public or do i just go on and do it anyways i'm really sure how i want to do this but you know I'm, I'm looking at revamping the website a little bit um as well and so um you know doing my coaching thing doing my speaking thing you know what i'm saying hey if anybody want me to come and and speak especially about career development you know helping build plans especially for three to five years things like that let me know i got you um and you know got these babies got these babies at the house got a you know <laughs> a, a baby so um you know just spending that quality time with him and uh actually both of my little babies but um yeah you know taking care of the family man he getting so big so fast <laughs> yeah man yeah he he'll, he'll be four in may yeah he'll be four in may and um adrian will be four in may and then you got the baby he'll be three three months um you know towards the end of this this month so yeah. and then little yeah, man. is we gonna speak her into fruition ain't coming <laughs> not happening. that's not happening up. Don't do her like that. She need to be here in the in the land of the living. Because oh. <laughs> I want I want that. I really do. I really do. I really do. I no. Because like seriously, I don't. I don't having, having a daughter is just such a blessing. Like I love being. I don't know what it would. I, really, I love it. I don't know what it would do. I mean, at this point, y'all heard how I said do. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah. I, I mean, I like this hardness that. I, I'm I'm blessed with because uh-huh. with boys I don't have to switch up at all. It is what it is. You see what I'm you saying? Like that little cute stuff and all that don't don't do nothing to me. It, you know, it's not even about the cute stuff. The youngest, so like two even my even, all of the, even the youngest one, right? So the youngest one, right? He already know how. To, I be like, Aww. you know, of course my wife be eating it up. I be like, mm-mm. Nah. Aww. That's the time to do it now when he little you. Oh, I kiss on him all day, so that's not even an issue. I kiss on him all I day, love all day long. Love like I honestly can say, having a daughter, day. having a daughter rescued, having a daughter rescued me in the sense that I couldn't rely on the same animal instincts that I relied on prior to having a child. Like I had to. It was a whole different. I, I feel like I feel like she. So like when you talk about like me being understanding, me being empath, me being like all that, I that's a, that's definitely a result of me having a girl child in the house. So like. Not to say that you wouldn't have that same understanding, it's just the fact that that's 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 why. Because when I think about who I was before having a child, I think about it every day. I have the scars to prove it. So it's kind of like she rescued me from those from having to live in those animal instincts. So it's like, yeah, I'm, I, yeah, I don't just, have to be in that space. So yeah, it's, it's, it's just different. You know what I'm saying? I got boys, I got so it's just like you. you know, I'm always looking at how to make sure that they are able to take care of their family one day being stand-up men you know that's always on my mind so it's a different approach than my my baby girl so and 
I think if I had another one, it would be another boy anyways. I don't know. Maybe that's just the man in me. Like, I don't. I, I, and, and the funny thing is, like, I even said that, like, even the second one, I was like, it's not a girl. Like, it's a boy. It's going to be a boy. I said that the whole time. And I think if I have another one, it's going to be another boy. I don't think I will have a girl until my fourth child. And that's not. Happening. Look at him already talking to fourth. You see him? Yeah, right. No, no, I'm saying I'm saying if we kept going, I think the third one would be another boy. It would take I think like y'all should have five kids before a girl came. I, I personally think y'all should have five. So. You just talked about what Facebook want to do with your uterus, and you over here. Ah, <laughs> yeah. Debbie is young. She can keep having them. What you want this us to have a Jackson Five? Done. Okay. Y'all want us to have a Jackson Five or something, you know? Yeah. Make, make a group. Be fruitful and multiply. Nah, I just like to practice. Oh, me too. <laughs> I'm with you when you're right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All scrimmage work. All scrimmage work. <laughs> you feel? We scrimmage yes. work. We're working on defense, yeah. offense. We're running plays. We what we doing? Hey, hey. <laughs> we ain't been practicing for a long. Hey, 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 sister. <laughs> well, we appreciate all the battle buddies in the comments. We appreciate y'all coming. Hopefully, you shared this live. Um, and we hope to see you next week. Share with a friend, tell a friend, tell them about the best podcast in the nation. We will be on big platforms. So if y'all with us now, we'll bring you with us then. Don't act brand new because we will when we get there because we don't know y'all. No, I'm joking. Like we appreciate y'all. We'll see y'all next week. <laughs>